Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 31, What Happens When We Feel We Are Being Judged. It's Nikki here, the Communication Coach. I hope you have had a great week and just to let you know the date in case you're listening to this way in the future one day, it's the 9th of September 2018. So uh, I'm just going to share with you what I've been up to this week. This week I had a couple of firsts. I've been interviewed by a friend of mine called Frederick who has a podcast called Invest in You and he runs that podcast with his two sons. And that's incredibly interesting to get a younger perspective. It's about entrepreneurs of all age groups, from very young entrepreneurs all the way up to the top. And it's just talking about what I believe to be true, what my values are, and some lessons that I've learned throughout my life. In a few weeks' time, I'm going to turn 50, which again is interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure how I feel about it. I haven't really had a chance to think about it, if I'm honest, with all the new businesses that I have been doing over the last few months. But I am excited looking forward to having a family gathering and seeing all my friends again that's probably the biggest thing for me is to be having an event and to see all the people that I know and love and care about in my life I think that's that's brilliant and also yesterday I compared my first ever dog show at the local village fate which again was great fun I found myself not sure whether I was volunteered or volunteering to be honest it was one of those conversations whereby at the end of it I found that I'd volunteered to compare the show um on Saturday and absolutely had a thoroughly good time and thanks to everybody who made that happen and all for the owners <laughs> that entered their dogs it was a really lovely afternoon and I've been thinking and reflecting this week on conversations that I've had and I'm probably going to do another podcast this week just on lessons that I've learned this week because I do find that when you listen to other people's stories and I listen to a lot of podcasts read a lot of books and have a lot of reflection there's a lot of learning that can be shared with with other people so I'll probably do another podcast later on this week around just things that I've learned this week that I I find interesting you you of course might not do but hopefully you do and there is always a lesson to be learned out of everybody's life and we talk a lot about challenges and challenges that people are facing and that everybody has a story and this week I was privileged and honored enough to be told a story a very interesting story by somebody I know about their life and about their background and what happened to them when they were younger and what happened to them throughout their marriages. And needless to say, the story was full of challenges that this person had faced from a very young age, from uh, their life, their family life or non-family life, the difficulties that they faced then in their own family life, having to leave school at a very young age having a family at a very young age and now being a single mum and giving up all uh, that they know to be true in the working world and taking on their own business, setting up their own business, which is brilliant and amazing and fascinating to listen to their story. And this person happens to be quite heavily tattooed, like quite a lot of people now, you know, tattoos are something that are very common. I don't know if they were so common when I back in my younger years but certainly as you look around lots of people do have tattoos and she loves her tattoos and she shares them and wears short sleeve 
t-shirts and very proud of them and quite rightly so you know we all have different likes and dislikes some of you might hate them some of them you will love them it's a bit like marmite you love or hate it um, and you'll make your own decision about that but really what this conversation is about is how we feel and how we behave when we are judged so she said something that I found interesting that I'm going to share with you she told me that Sometimes she feels that she is judged when she walks into a room because of the tattoos. She feels that people will make an instant decision about the sort of person she is. She also feels that she is judged for her past or she is known. She's known by something that happened to in her past and people will box her into a specific category. And so she almost deliberately has had these tattoos to make a point I would say or to make a statement maybe that's a a better word for it to make a statement because she already feels that she's being judged so her her behavior and her conversation communication is different when she's feeling that and that like kind of made me think a lot about my own behavior and the way that I talk to people and what I do and how I react when I feel that I'm being judged. So I just thought I would share those thoughts with you. See if you can relate to any of these. See if you can find a lesson or a way that perhaps you can address that in the future. Now, when I was younger, I was quite, mm, I'm going to say a difficult child. And I know that I'm labelling it by using the word difficult, but it's just the first word that comes into head my head. When I was a lot younger, my mum believes that I had ADHD, although it was never diagnosed, so I was never boxed into a specific category of that. But what I do know is I had an in- incredible temper that I couldn't control. I would see red. I would change my behaviour would change immediately. I don't know. Maybe it was frustration. I don't know what it was. I I have vague recollections of it, but I know that I would rip up, you know, if I was sent to my room, I would would destroy the room, I would trash it, I would rip the pillows up, I'd be very angry, I would throw things, I would smash things, I would shout, I would scream, I would lash out. And don't ask me why, because I have no idea. But I, I did know that I couldn't control it. I really knew that I couldn't control it. I know sometimes now that I get very frustrated that I can get very angry and I've found ways to deal with that more by walking away or counting to 10 or self-reflecting. And so I was thinking about that and thinking about, okay, so what does it feel like to be judged? Now, I am writing a book at the moment. I have a ghostwriter who is working with me who's brilliant and he asked me lots of really difficult questions. And he sent me the first few um, pages of the book to read and I started reading it and I found it really difficult if I'm you know I, I found that I did find it really difficult because it's a book about my life and when I reflected on it and I'm not proud of some of the things that I've done in my life but I know that I've learned from them and that everything has taken me towards where I am and you know I am proud of who I am now and I know that I can hold my head up high and look in the mirror and I I, I feel good about that not in an arrogant way, but I do, you know, I do feel good about that. I think I've had an incredibly interesting life. I feel privileged to have had the life that I've had, the experiences is that I have had. In my younger days, 
I know that I behaved differently when I felt that I was being judged and I would make assumptions about how people were judging me, about how people would label me, whether that was right or wrong, whether that was in my head or whether I had heard gossip. It doesn't matter. But I know that I I did some things in my life whereby I hid the truth from people that I love and care about. Now, I don't... Do I have regrets about... I, I try never to have regrets about anything. There are times, though, when I wish I had said things to people, when I had, you know, I wish that I had been more open and honest with my parents and with some of my friends and that the distance in relationships on the odd occasion. So there was a period of time in my life where I didn't share everything with all of my friends and my family and I ended up isolating myself away from them is probably a good word to say that, which was totally down to me and nothing to them because they weren't judging me at all. It was all in my own head. But because I felt they were judging me and I felt people in general would judge the way that I was or who I was, then I would change my behaviour. And I wonder if any of you can relate to this. Now, I've talked before about when you live into the box, when you live into the label and you change your behaviour. You know, one of my challenges has been maths and ironically now I'm not going to say that is. So since I have become my own business woman running four businesses and and doing the accountancy or the book work which hopefully will (laughs) will change in the future but you know learning the business and learning the figures and analyzing everything I've learned that it's really incredibly important so I don't approach it now with the same attitude that I did approach it right at the very beginning which was oh my god this is dreadful I hate it I can't do maths I've never been good with numbers all of those negative judgments labeling boxing that I'm putting myself in and now I don't even think about it. Now I don't even, in the space of a matter of months, because it's a, almost a day-to-day practice now, I don't even think about it, which is good. But in the past, I know that I have lived into that. When I was younger and when I was a teenager, I went away from home for four weeks. And when you are 15 and you go away for four weeks, my mum thought it was a really good idea to help me get some independence and I thought it was a great idea obviously at 15 times were different then I would say as well and I went uh, to a very safe environment to work away from home for four weeks now of course when you are that age and you already think you know everything in the world anyway sorry if there's any 15 year olds listening to this but so let me just relate to this of myself because I don't know what you're like and I don't know what you're living through and your experiences are but my experience was at the age of 15 I thought I knew everything everything about life and that I thought I was always right and I would challenge my mum on a regular basis so when I went away for four weeks and came back with this new life experience of being independent and living on my own so to speak which wasn't living on my own at all I was living in a hotel um, where I was very well looked after and very protected but at the time I'm doing that comma thing you know where you with your fingers, you make inverted commas. I never know why I do that. But I thought I was experienced in life. So when I came back, there was nothing my mum could tell me about life at all. And we clashed. And we probably clashed because we're quite similar in that respect. We're both quite, or were at the time, emotional. Now my mum's retired and more laid back. And then you reflect on life and you have your own family, you have your own kids, and you realise actually that working hard, not having money, trying to do the best you can for your kids is a completely different ball game than you think it is at the age of 15. 
and I, I have a mum and I have had long, long talks about these, and you know I've apologised for the way that I behaved then, and and certainly now having an eleven-year-old in my life has made me make even more aware of the sacrifices that you make as a parent. But when you're fifteen, your brain doesn't work like that, and why would it? Because you haven't been exposed to those things, so you haven't had that experience, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this was me. I came back. I was horrible. If I'm totally honest, I was really horrible to my mum to the point whereby she sat me down one day and said, look, I think we might need to go and see, get help, uh, see a child psychologist about this. And because I then started to live into nobody understands me, my mum doesn't understand me, uh, nobody knows what I feel, nobody knows what I think, nobody knows what I'm going through, nobody can tell me what to do, that whole arena of teenage growing, finding your feet, not quite a child, not quite an adult, that difficult, for me it was a difficult period of time, I'm not saying it is for everybody, but for me it was a difficult period of time, I felt quite lost, quite confused, not really sure where my place in the world was, and so took it out, of course, on, on my mum more, uh, not, not not on my dad, but, but on my mum, and that was probably because I saw my mum more um, every day, and so we always had that interaction, and I felt in those teenage years that I was being judged, that I was being judged by my school teachers, that I was being judged by my parents, that I was being judged by my peers. And I'm sure I wasn't, and I'm sure most of it was in my head, but because of my insecurities and the way that I felt at the time, my behaviour was different. So I would deliberately try and make people laugh. I would be a bit of a class clown. I would mess about. I loved music and sport, which was great. School for me was a social event that I used to go to. Ironically, I was head girl of my school, um, not because of my academic prowess, but because because people voted and because I, I, I liked people. I've always liked people and I've always enjoyed that conversation with people and helping people out and 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 making people laugh. I liked to in those days make people laugh. I still do like to try and make people laugh, but so my behaviour and my conversation changed to fit that judgment. I still feel the same now sometimes. Not as much, but like, you know, reflecting on this, I still feel the same sometimes when I go into an arena that I'm uncomfortable in. So, for example, I'm not particular. I don't particularly enjoy dressing up, uh, looking really smart. And when I find myself having to do that, I can sometimes feel out of place. Or my perception is that people are looking at me differently and that I don't fit in which again is completely in my head and there's nothing to justify that. But it affects my behaviour. So I'll walk in and I won't be the confident person that I normally am. I won't be the person who is able to teach hundreds and hundreds of people across the world the art of communication and negotiation, which I was incredibly comfortable with. I guess that was because I was in my comfort zone, so to speak. So when I step out of that sometimes, I feel that people might look at me and judge me. And as I'm writing this book, and I'm writing about my life, there's part of me, when I'm reading it, going, A, it's really difficult to read about your life, for me, but B, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be judged. I'm I'm putting myself out into the world, and I'm going to be judged, and I know I'm going to be judged, because people will judge me, whatever, because we know that we judge each other, whatever happens. And that fear sometimes stops you from taking the steps that you want to take, that fear of being judged will either make you 
behave in a more outrageous, loud, possibly way, or it can prevent you from doing the things that you want to do because you don't want to be judged. And I see this in kids a lot. You know, as uh, they, they go through that stage where they're trying to fit in, where they want to be liked, they don't want to be different. I see it with Meg. She started a new school. She doesn't want to draw attention to herself. She doesn't want for people to judge her. She wants to just fit in nicely, have the same uniform as everybody, make sure that she's at the right place, that she's wearing the right thing, and that she's not standing out. Now, she's she's 11 and she's going through that, and I think most kids go through that. And I think as then we become adults, and we still do that. We still worry about the fear of what other people think. Now, and, and I know that the fear of what other people think is a massive preventer from people taking action. You know, what will other people say about me? So we know that when, when we're making big decisions, and this is scientifically proven, there's lots of books out there on this, that we... Um, Look at it from different perspectives. One is, how much will this cost me? Is it worth my time? But one of the big ones is, what will other people think of me? What will their judgment be and how will that affect me? And I think that's quite sad as I reflect on that more. The fact that that some of you out there, and I include myself in this, that we will have not done things because we didn't want to be judged because we were frightened to take those steps towards our overall goal in life. Honestly, I can say that as my life has moved on and I've had more experiences and I've learned a lot more, I'm not, wor- I'm not as worried about that. And that little voice that creeps into my head now that sometimes says you're not good enough, Nick, or you shouldn't be doing this, Nick, or what, what gives you the right to do this, or who do you think you are, I can put that to bed. I can say thanks very much for trying to protect me, but actually I don't need you. I don't need to hear it and I don't need you right now. And often that is enough to just quieten that voice down. Probably sounds a little bit crazy sometimes, but try it. And that wasn't my idea. I got that from somebody else. Uh, I, I can't remember who off the top of my head, but it was one of the biographies I was reading. And I remember the lady saying, you know, I still get that inner voice. I still get that inner doubt. I still get that fear. I still get that judgment of myself, let alone from other people whereby I get th- I get doubt. And to deal with that, I just say, thank you very much for trying to protect me. I don't need you right now. And for me, that's worked. That has worked. So I thought I would share, share that tip with you. Give it a go. See, see if it helps you out. See if your behavior changes when you think you are being judged. You know, last week I asked you to think about your own self-awareness and how does it affect you when you judge other people. So this way, I'm just going to say, Think about your own behavior when you feel you are being judged. And how do you react? Do you react in a different way that you would do normally? Do you become more emotional in your conversation? Do you shrink into yourself a little bit? Do you not say what's on your mind? Do you not have an honest conversation because you're worried about the reaction that you might get? And I honestly believe that most of the problems that we have in the world or challenges that we have in the world are because we don't have honest conversations and because what happens is we make it up in our heads and we believe that we're being judged by the other person. So we try to negate that by not accepting responsibility or blaming other people or not having a conversation, making up a story in our head, becoming very emotional about it and then never really talking to the other person about it and finding out what the truth is. 
So I'm going to leave that with you around, think about what happens when you feel you're being judged. Do you react differently? Do you change your behavior? Have you not taken steps towards your overall dream, your overall goal, because your fear of being judged? Let me know how I can help you in the future. Again, it's been great to speak to you. I hope you have a great week. And hopefully I will be able to find out more about what you want from me and how I can assist you in the future. Other than that, I'll speak to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.